Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 21 of the Search Cast. We are officially Nito Nito Rider number of episodes into the podcast, and this is presented by Primo X Hockey Level Up Snacks. Still have to get used to that because it used to be Shock Tired Drain. Now they switched their name again, but they are Level Up Snacks and also in the clutch apparel. I'm your host, Zach Martin, and with me today, I'm a two great guests but the first one does she really need an introduction at this point she's up to her fourth fourth visit to the podcast but you know why not we got our number was it third third time guest four time guest we have bailey curtis joining the podcast once again bailey how are you doing today doing great uh beautiful morning here in colorado springs so living it up uh dealing with the smell of grass because of all the maintenance going on today so that's fun <laughs> oh yeah it's definitely fun for sure and yeah thank you for getting up early because i know it's like kind of not even 10 o'clock yet for you up there in the mountains so it's getting there yeah appreciate you taking the time to getting up early once again to do uh talk hockey the weather oh, here's nice. yeah weather here has been pretty good in south carolina but it's been 100 degrees the last three days and i'm Yikes. not here for it yeah yeah, I kind of miss having North Carolina weather where it's not as hot, but it's like... I don't know what North Carolina you were living in, but... <laughs> I mean, the North Carolina... Well, we're talking like early 2000s, so it could be definitely different, but it's... At least you kind of have seasons in North Carolina. Here, yeah. not really. South Carolina doesn't know what seasons are. Yeah, I was going to say so. summer in North Carolina, the years that I lived there was brutal. Um, we have there, South Carolina weather is the beyond the most brutal. So I, I kind of miss the North Carolina weather. But yeah. <laughs> All but, right. but we do have another debut guest. We had one last week. We got another one this week. And I am really excited to have her on. If you're anyone who's on, Kane's Twitter, Kane's TikTok, you know, you've seen the videos, you've seen the takes, a lot of great, great videos. I am really excited to have the extraordinaire of Kane's TikTok, Kat Hunter, joining us today. Kat, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Um, I guess I've kind of got a mix of your guys' weather up here in Virginia. Um, it's very similar to North Carolina weather, but it's a, a little colder, a few degrees every now and then. 
But I remember okay. I lived in South Carolina too. And I remember, I think I was never the most, I was sunburned nonstop during the summer from like soccer camps and everything. I believe like it. Just constantly sweating and constantly sunburned and constantly just like, it's hot. I, I'm either out in a pool or I'm inside. <laughs> Those soccer camps during the summer were brutal too. Oh my gosh. I did soccer camps in North Carolina too. And oh my God. And there's no trees when you're on a soccer field. So no, like where are you no. getting shade? Nowhere. No, you're going yeah. to like hiding under your bag or something. And then they're mm-hmm. like, okay, water break. And you're just like. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Someone, someone who did a lot of lacrosse camps in the middle of summer too. Yeah. I definitely get that. And also playing soccer as well. Never a fun time when it's like oh hey let's just stand outside in the field for about three hours a day and just get absolutely sunburned yep <laughs> it's basically oh what it's like oh this my layer of skin no it's just sunscreen it's sunscreen and then it's skin <laughs> it's kind of basically what it is so it's the, just... the non-stop soccer tans oh yeah i smell oh. certain sunscreens and it like throws me back yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what i lived in i didn't believe i didn't like, deodorant like any of that stuff i'm like no sunscreen is what i'm familiar with. i swear like some of my jerseys still have like a sunscreen scent like embedded in them from rubbing up against my skin it's just 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 ptsd from just constant just having to like try to stay cool whenever possible smashing like three 32 ounce gatorades just to stay hydrated basically it's not the clip that holds your sleeves up they like Mm -hmm. make your uh t-shirts into like tank tops yep got the got got the the clip burns too because it just forms right around them it's like fan (laughs) yes just you have like the weird sock tans because you because you want to look cool with your socks kind of high up and it's like oh look at that tan just white the rest of the way down (laughs) it's not a fun time but so for this episode, it's uh, shorter than usual, uh, but it's kind of like you know, it's it's technically the off season for us Hurricanes fans right now. So it's we get we talk about what we can get at this point, but we're going to talk about the exit interviews a little bit. Um, somewhere in the middle of the episode, we're going to shoot it over to the sponsors real quick. And, you know, giving them thanks for you know sticking around with us, all that good stuff, and then we're going to talk about Jacob Slavin. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, getting snubbed for the Lady Bing, which is a crime against hockey humanity, I will stay on the hill <laughs> that he is the best defensive defenseman or the best defenseman in the league. He should have been nominated for the Norse. That's a whole that, that's a two-hour podcast in of itself. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, talk about talking a little, you know, TikToks and you know all that good stuff with you know with Cat being on here because if like I said, if anyone's been on Twitter seeing the videos, are just on the app itself. They're just, gold. Oh, just absolutely, just <laughs> Chef's Kiss, fantastically amazing. But so we did have some exit interviews. Um, not gonna lie, I did not really want to do exit interviews after round two. I was kind of hoping for like you know, after the Stanley Cup, you know, the Hurricanes win, we hoist it, all that good stuff. But unfortunately, ended a little bit sooner than we kind of anticipated. I know Bailey, you were with me for the last episode where we kind of broke down the you know the that Ranger series. I mean. Sebastian Ajo said it perfectly. Uh, this year's probably was even worse. It's not a great feeling to feel like you miss an opportunity to do something special with this group. I mean, most points in the regular, most points in the regular season, most wins ever, like five 50 point guys, five 20 goal scorers. I mean, je- like when the Jennings for like 202 goals given up for the whole year for our goalies, like I, I can kind of agree with Sebastian on this. It's like, it hurt. I think this one kind of hurt more than it did last year, just because of the fact of like how great this team was. Like, what were your thoughts when you, you kind of read that and saw that from Sebastian talking about how special this team was? Let Cat go first. 
Yeah, you can go first, Kat. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and you could tell it really like pained him to say it. Like he, we had, we, they talked about it last season too about how he, he takes it so personal and like how it really hurt. And even this one, they're like, "Is it gonna inspire?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it'll last all summer into next season and even more." Um, yeah, the season felt like a little bit more. Like we've been getting into the playoffs, so we we broke that period of we couldn't get into the playoffs. So we got into the playoffs, and now we're consistently getting into it. So this one, it felt like with the season, like you were like, okay, we're guaranteed playoffs. Now the next step is getting further, and this team just felt kind of magical because like the guy said, we finally had like our goaltending duo that we've been like wanting. There was doubts at the beginning of the season, and then they proved us all wrong. I will gratefully like. I'm glad that they proved me wrong because I was nervous. <laughs> but they did so well. Ronta proved even wrong, like more people wrong during the playoffs. And so it just felt like the year. Um, all the guys have said it. Um, again, they're all saying, like, we wish everyone could come back. Um, yeah, it felt like the year. But then when they started, like, the weird losing on the road, you were just like, something's off. Because it's not like we weren't, we couldn't win on the road. We had multiple streaks of road games where we won back to back to back. Um, so yeah, this one hurts a little bit more, and it hurts a little bit more that it, we lost it. We were like known for our game sevens, and we lost the game seven. So stung extra. <laughs> yeah, like for the fact that like it wasn't even like a close game seven; it was kind of like a blowout game seven. It was just like <sighs> yeah. that. And Ronda got even... hurt. Like it just. Yeah, and like we even said it too, like when we talk about the re- season recap, it's like it was like Ronta played out of his mind. I love Rance for how great he played. Like you also the, in the back of your mind, it's like what's the what if of Freddie Anderson not getting her against Colorado and tearing his MCL? Like what what could the playoff have been? Like like you even said, Cal, like Ronta played out of his mind, and it's like yeah, what happened on the road? Like it made no sense. And they kept asking Rod, "What's the?" It's like, is there an issue? And he's like, "No, there's no, there's no issue." And I'm like, sir, we have not won a road game in this playoff. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, right. this might be a little bit of a problem. And I feel like it just, it, like, a lot of it comes down to the energy in each of the arenas that the teams are kind of surrounded by and uh, everything like that. Because, I mean, almost every single, or uh, not every single, but a lot of the interviews that I listened to, a bunch of the players touched on the environment and wanting to stay in Raleigh for the environment and for the team and for especially the fans and how much of an energy they bring to the game. Um, I want to say, oh, who was it? Um, Somebody ended up talking about how when they first got here, um, they remember looking at empty seats and being like, oh yeah, um, it, like it, it, it's definitely not the team it was like five, ten years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's it's definitely a special team, and we know we have what it takes to win, and we know we can do it. It's just it, like I feel like energy and environment definitely came into a play for a lot of that, especially during the playoffs. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Sorry, Kat, go ahead. Oh, and talking about that, so I was, except for I think our first playoff game, I was I was at our all of our home playoff games, and like you could just see how the players like fed off of our energy, and I think, and especially in the last game seven, it was a little bit different because like we always joke like 
all of the Ranger fans live in Cary. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But there was a lot of them there. There was mm-hmm. a lot. And I think that was actually one of our more quiet games. I mean, I know we didn't – it was kind of like a a hit in the gut, like when we got – we didn't score first. Yeah. Um, but it just felt like that was, I think, the first game where the home crowd felt a little less. Um, and, like, if the guys are already a little defeated, that could play into it. But – yeah, it was. It's really weird because it wasn't like the players like they were aware that they were having troubles, and yeah. you would ask them about it, and they were like, "We just have to get our mindset right and everything." And you're like, "They don't know what's wrong either." Like they're like, "We're still trying to come out and play." So, coming as fans, like you can like come and dissect it and be like, "Well, this was going on. Maybe they were this." But like the players yeah. living in it nonstop, having that mental feeling of like, "Okay, we won at home, and now we got to go out. Can we?" win there yeah it's really it was odd and i know they felt odd about it too because they were like we can't give you an answer because i don't they didn't know why it wasn't working either i mean Almost. there was always last last change plays into it but like oh it does that plays yeah. into the whole season so like it yeah. doesn't and it just it, it, it almost stings for us fans too because almost every single player in their interview was like i thought this was our year i thought this was the team to do it and mm-hmm there are definitely factors that play into it, but we just fell short. We didn't go as Slavin put it best. Like, I mean, we need to put our best foot forward. We need to, like, we need to take that next step. Yeah, for sure. It definitely makes it interesting. Cause like I said, you go from the regular season where it's like, you see teams every so often to now it's like, okay, you see them every other day adjustments have been made. And, yeah, it, it's weird looking back at it now because we're about, I think, a week or so out now from you know the season kind of ending. And you're trying to get a retrospective of like you know looking at how the season went, the playoffs too. It's like it's very, it's very Jekyll and Hyde. Very interesting in the fact of like how you saw like how great the team was at home, <laughs> but on the road it just seemed like whatever was it just wasn't working and it. It, there's a multiple factors. We don't really know what could play it into it, but it definitely was interesting. And like even set count with game seven, like, and I've talked to a bunch of people like this too. Like there's a lot of season ticket holders. There are hurricanes fans, but they all came from New York and they're all Rangers fans. Like they'll throw on their Rangers Jersey when the team's in town. And I had this long conversation with Brian sign from um, house of jerks who he even said, it's like, if you're going to be a season ticket holder of the hurricanes, don't wear your, former team's jersey if you're from there if you're if you're if you're hurricanes all season why are you switching your jersey now when it's just that team playing it's like you're investing a lot of money into this hockey team because season tickets aren't cheap so it's definitely it's a weird kind of area to be in it's like okay i'm a hurricanes fan unless the rangers come to town it's like no that's not how it works so yeah, I think that definitely probably played into the uh, to the, this series a lot too, especially Game Seven because you're used to it being like super loud. It's being rowdy. Like you're on top of that. You're on top of them, and it's like mm-hmm. when we were watching from home. You know, out you know he and South, you know Bailey in Colorado, and it's like it was a quiet Game Seven. Oh yeah, and it it, was there was so a weird. lot more blue in the stands that I expected to see, and it just too much did not blue. look normal. Too much, too much blue for my taste. It, it grew every it grew every game. There was a little bit more blue every game. So yeah. their whole thing about them not being able to get tickets was yeah, okay. such baloney. But um, yeah. yeah, 
Um, yeah, I, I understand, like, if you grew up with a team, like, if I went and lived in, like, Colorado, and I went to, and I was like, hey, I like the Avalanche as well, like, I'll go to their games and everything, like, I, if they played the Canes, like, maybe I'd still wear my, like, if I was season ticket, maybe I'd still wear my Avalanche jersey, but, like, I would be the person still with the sign, like, being like, I hope oh, teams have totally. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that, that's where I, I think, that's, that's where fine. I think I may disagree a little bit, because I, I don't know, my boyfriend and I have talked, and, it, like, in the future, should our relationship get to that point, like, we want to get season tickets for the Colorado Avalanche, and I guess it makes more sense, given that he was born here, he was raised here, like, it, this is his team, I'm just kind of tagging along, because, like, became my second favorite team in moving here but I've always very proudly been a Carolina Hurricanes fan even if I'm going to Colorado Avalanche game I remember one time I brought my uh, I have a Jeff Skinner scarf that my dad got me like forever ago and I ended up putting that on just because it was really cold and I was like you know what even though I'm going to this game like I gotta rep my team and it like I I feel like I would be one of those Rangers players that like I've got these season tickets but if my team comes into town you best believe I'm sporting my team's jersey if they're in the building yeah yeah like I said like I I I was trying to like see where Brian was coming from like I think it's okay to a certain extent I don't know it's just kind of like it's it's definitely playoffs a, just feel different than a normal game. Like yeah, I know, right. like, yeah, but, playoffs is a little bit more at stake. Um, yeah. it's just also, okay, but yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't even mind like, you know what, in the long run, yeah, wear your jersey, all of this stuff. Just don't I don't know, don't talk bad about the team you've been supporting all right. season. Right. Exactly. Or, that's like, that's, like they would suddenly they would suddenly promise. turn like go with the Rangers and they'd be like, Good, like, yeah, true, but like all of this stuff, and I'd be like, You're going against the team that you paid to see like all season you contributed and yeah. then you're suddenly switching just especially just because when the Rangers started winning they're like all right let's go right like more so and I'm not I don't know yeah it's no, it's I- weird I, and playoffs again it's a different animal like I have no state like regular season like I have friends that like they they love other teams like Dallas and Cal- like and with former Canes players on those teams they yeah. love them and there's so sometimes they wear their stuff to the games and that's fine Playoffs is just like the home ice advantage is so important, mm-hmm. and just to suddenly yeah. flip on the team that you've been that is your team all season, and then it's just a little weird to me. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know, I, you can't I, really I tell anyone how to be a fan. But <laughs> right, and no, that was yeah, going to no. be my next thing too. Is I know a bunch of fans got a lot of blowback for leaving early, like ten with ten minutes left in the third period. I'll be Don't honest, I I said it. <laughs> But I also, it's because when I was there, again, it was a quieter game. I knew that, like, you could see the guys on the ice were just getting defeated. And to leave them alone in their home arena with just Ranger fans, like, it just, it felt like a gut stab to them. Like, I was like, I don't don't like to see the score. I'm just as disappointed as they are. And, like, I know some people were leaving because Ranger fans were getting aggressive. They were being... um, abusive with words and physically and like yeah i'm like not even need I'm like, to feel yeah. more safe yeah go for it that's, yeah, to- yeah. that's totally fine when i was saying yeah. it was more towards people that it would be the same people that during a, a regular season game when like towards the end if we're losing they like peace out and i'm like you pay all this money for your like support the team so, yeah, yeah. Right. so it's like a double-edged short like i didn't want to call out anyone that was generally needed to leave but i right. was just like i want to support these guys to the end because they're giving it all they're all for us and then they're just as disappointed as us. You don't want to leave them alone and feel like they're losing alone. on home ice. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then with I, other I, fans I, in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I think I kind of I see where you're coming from. I think I kind of agree where what you're saying. It's like regular season, fine. If you want to wear that jersey because your team's in town, okay, cool. That that's fine. Playoffs, I wouldn't do that because, like you said, now you're turning on the team that you've kind of been supporting all year. It's like pump the brakes a little bit. Like, like what are you doing? So I, I you know, I can I can get on board with that. If if it's the team that you, that you kind of knew at first, they're coming to town. Okay, fine. But playoff time, come on. You're paying the season tickets for these guys. Now you're gonna turn on them and act like we know our tickets them. are cheaper. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, we know uh, our tickets are cheaper. Uh, there were I met some Ranger fans and they were. They were uh, they had like tickets right behind the bench, and yeah. they were just like in awe. We were like, you don't even go down that end and be near your team like during warm up and stuff. And they're like, it's they're like it's fine. And they were standing there and they were just in awe. They were like, we got these tickets. I think their tickets were like seven hundred each, which still like hurts to say. Ooh. But they were like in MSG, it, those tickets would be seven thousand each. And I was yeah. like, yeah, no thanks. I, I mean, this is why you see the celebrities there because those are the people like. Tickets. Yeah, like I like I was seeing like I was seeing some like cup final tickets at, at MSG go for like ten G's, and I'm like, now for a oh, one so. game. That's but I mean, it, it, it's I was looking at uh, Colorado tickets, and they're nearing towards ten thousand bucks for lower bowl. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay with staying at home and just <laughs> just paying just paying for like my you know raising canes or Zaxby's or just whatever, <laughs> and just. <laughs> Thanks, but no, I'm not. Jeez. No, if it was if it was a Hurricanes for a Game Seven, Upper Bowl maybe I'll I'll like I'll swing a couple hundred. Oh, those were still like nine hundred bucks for like last row, and I'm just like, whew. Oh, it was so interesting seeing the resale things because you would go and look at tickets, and there'd be like one, there'd be like three or four hundred, and then someone was reselling like maybe a row either in front or behind them, and it'd be like nine hundred, and you'd be like, where did you get this? Where did this number come from? <laughs> yeah, There's maybe. it's the same view. It's pretty yeah. much the same seat. Like I understand yeah. you want to get some money off of this, but holy crap! <laughs> yeah, no, it's insane. Um, yeah, so going back to the interviews, like even Jordan Martinuk said, like this was by far the best team I've been on here. We had depth. Everybody brought it from day one. How we were going to do it. There was a lot of new guys, and there wasn't really a, a lull of trying to get everybody acclimated. It just felt natural from the beginning, and it never felt like we were going to lose. It just felt different, and I guess it wasn't. I mean. It hurts. It hurts. For the fact that, like, you listen, like, Jordan, and, like, he was out for a little while, and you see, you know, Saul was almost in tears. I heard that, and I was like, I don't, I can't watch this. Yeah, no, I was like, no. (laughs) This man doesn't show emotion. And then he shows emotion, and I'm like, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, it stings the fact that you see these guys talk about it and it's like, you know how much they cared because, you know, they, we all know they love, they love the fans. They love the arena. They love being in Raleigh. It's just the triangle is a great place to be in. And especially during the playoffs, it's, it hurts to watching those guys get emotional because it's like, you know, they care. And it's, you know, talking to, you know, Wade on Twitter or Walt and like, even they're like, you know, they're tired, but they like they were enjoying the ride because of the fact of how great the season was. And, you know, just talking to, you know, you know, both of you on Twitter or other Hurricanes fans, it's like it it stings. It stings to see how it went down and see these guys get emotional. Like even for me, like I had to take I don't think I've watched a full hockey game in a week because I st- I even I still need a break and I'm just the guy who podcasts about the hockey team. It's like <laughs> it it's like it's still a weird feeling like knowing how good this team was. Cause I was making comparisons all year 
to the to the oh five oh six team, just how special this team was. Yeah. It's I don't know. It, you know it's, it was, it's a weird feeling. You know it was really interesting to me is yeah, a lot of players talked about how they believed that this team, this group, this core was gonna be the team to do it. But then you have different sides and different outlooks and different views on how the season went and how postseason was looked at because you've got guys like Ian Cole who's like the game's about wins and losses and we didn't come up with a win and then you got guys like Jacob Slavin who are like my entire identity is not hockey I have a life outside of it there's more to life than hockey as cool and as wonderful as the game is and it's just really interesting to see each of those like differing outlooks because they're completely opposite sides of the spectrum and and it's just easy to see or not easy it's it's interesting to see how focused and into the game they get but still come out of it on those different outlooks of it all oh yeah for sure i mean like yeah like what were, like what were your thoughts you know just from you know out you know what marnock said and just like oh just looking at like what bailey said on the two different perspectives like how guys were kind of like looking at you know hockey and life and stuff like that like what are your thoughts on all that me or bailey um yeah so it it was really interesting like our captains were so i loved how we had our different captains because they you had saul who was the he's been there before solemn leader very like you got to keep working for each game but he wasn't super emotional and you get you've got uh martinuk and you got aho martinuk's very much the outgoing energy Hard on his sleeve, hear him 100% of the time. I, 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 lo- got, I, I love that you guy. Got Otto, love who feels, and you got Otto who feels, I feel like when I get interviews from him, and like he's a little bit more, I mean, it's not his native language, so he sounds a little bit more reserved, but at the same time, you see his emotion on the ice. He's getting fired up. He's kind of, I put him kind of in that category of like he's feeling really intensely about it as well. Yeah. And oh, you could maybe, hear the hurt in his voice. Maybe if he's talking in his native language, you would hear a little bit more of like, this is killing. But even then, yeah. like, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, and then you've got Slavin, who's like, you know why he's in his role as well? Because he's not, he's he's kind of composed and solemn like Saul, but he gives a little bit more, again, like a realistic, like like she said, my identity is not in this game. Yeah. Um, it, it's still, you can see it's still sucks that we lost and he's really disappointed and like him and his wife were talking about it and he's like yeah i don't want to be watching it on tv i want to be playing it um but i i mean he's my favorite player for a reason but i love that quote from him and then he's like i have a kid coming like i have other things going on and i love this group of guys and i love like i'm focused on this and it still hurts me but in the end like i can't dwell on it and it and it's not even like that affects his game either. Because like you're like, okay, everyone praises Aho because you know he's going to work ten times harder and he's going to get like pick up his game. He's going to get better. Going to do more things in the off season. Slavin yeah. doesn't like he might not dwell on it the same way and is like I have to do X, Y, and Z for next season. Yeah, but it doesn't affect his game at the same point. Like he's yeah. not. You're not like oh he he didn't think about hockey this whole time. Like he must be focused on other things. So. I like that we have these different viewpoints. Um, yeah. But overall, yeah, this one this one hurts. And 
it definitely hurts because it's one of those seasons where you have what ifs with a lot of players yeah, um, sure. and a lot of players that are core players. Um, mm. There are some that I wasn't thinking was going to stay long-term anyway, but there are some where I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is the last year with them. And then being reminded that stall's got one more year. I was going to say that was going to be one of my next segues into it too. Cause when I was listening to his interview, like, and like, I'm not reading for this, like an NI quote, like I just kind of wrote down some points. It's been a great ride playing with Eric in the club. I came here to win lots of ups and downs. It's been a lot of fun on the ice. Let's write out this contract, finish with a bang and go from there. Like it, it, I don't know if it's, it seemed this way to you guys, but it almost kind of seemed like, he not not that he's looking after this year is like an end to a great ride take care of your property with equipment you can count on like the Kubota bx and lo1 series compact tractors part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability and z-series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles where durability meets speed visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today go to kubotausa.com for full disclaimer Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. But it almost kind of felt like that in how he was saying things. It, it, almost, it almost sounds like a, a, I'm almost at the point of like, I might be done permanently mm-hmm. playing. And like, he's been in the league for a long, oh, yeah. long time. Like, I don't know the exact number of years, but it's been it's been enough to where like you're talking like when the Penguins were like in their older jerseys, mm-hmm. like early Sidney Crosby type years. So I can like the fact like he was still here when Eric was still here when they had I think Jared Jared. There's so many Stall brothers I get their names mixed up, but it's like <laughs> was it Jared when, or Mark? Jared Mark Mark never played for the Kings. Did oh, okay. I don't yeah. know why I'm remembering that uh, then. We're, 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 talking, we're, talking, we're talking like the older Kings. Yeah, no, I remember. Like, I had, like, had like the piping up top. I remember. The, the, the original one flag. So I'm young, but about, I'm not that young. <laughs> if you have a compound sentence in your year that you were born in, it's <laughs> 2001. Oh compound sentence. Compound sentences, man, I tell you. Anyway. Speaking from someone from 1991, yeah, compound sentence in the middle of your year you're born. And you've, you've heard this a lot, Bailey. Yeah, I know. You and Beth like to <laughs> keep reminding me. <laughs> it's just it's just fun. But no, and I, I definitely can hear that there this might be who knows how much longer for Jordan. And it's just like, I like I said, we, we were saying Cal with Jacob. I mean, you got to love the guy. It's just, he's so great. He's my favorite Hurricanes player too. I mean, I have an authentic in my closet right now. And I'm like, if I ever get that thing signed, oh my goodness. <laughs> Talk about fanboy moment from me, but it's just, it, I'm, I'm glad the group that we have for our, for our captains. I'm curious to see like, you know, whenever, you know, Jordan does decide to hang him up, who's next for the C. Hopefully Jacob Slavin. Uh, so we have three C's 
because you know the second C stands for clutch, third stands for because he's our captain. <laughs> um, but and in the, I was gonna say I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on this too. But something I was gonna mention too is we have a great core of leadership that come behind Jordan Stahl. Um, so mm-hmm. when he does decide to finally call time on his career which has been a fantastic career and if he ever hears this i hope he knows how proud that we and i'm I'm sure i speak for all canes fans and saying how proud we are to have called him a carolina hurricane um but like we and there's a so much leadership and so much great potential behind him to to lead this team and it's definitely going to be a whole left once he's gone but it's one of those things like you've got Aho, you've got Martinook, you've got Jacob Slavin, who all bring different aspects of leadership to the team. And it's something that doesn't worry me all that much. Yeah. The only thing, yeah, the only thing with Saul is like he's got the playoff, like he's just got that experience. The other mm-hmm. guys bring a lot of other good um, leadership qualities. Um, it's just his experience. And I mean, you got to know for the guy, like, I read the same thing with his talk is like, are you hinting that you're going to be done? Cause nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear that. But you got to remember this guy has, um, Brendan Moore's his coach, mm-hmm. like Brendan Moore's his coach. He's seeing guys that he has grown up with retiring all around the league. They're, they're hanging up. They're going to work for the front off. Like, so that can be like an unreal experience kind of like going from a season where you think you're going to get through it all again. And you're like, you got this. And then you get stopped for some reason. Yeah. And you're like, I thought this was our, my year. And it's like, is this writing on the wall with all these other people around me putting up the skates? Is it my turn? And yeah. right. with his family and with travel, like all this stuff, COVID stuff, you got to know that he's already been thinking about it mm-hmm. and just to oh, have that sure. reality hit of, we didn't make it through the second round this time that he's probably thinking about it a little bit more, especially since he's, his contracts are messed up. Um, I feel a little bit of peace knowing that he's just going to, he's not going to, he's going to end his time as a hurricane. Yeah. yeah. Like he will not Absolutely. go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, I, we won't, we won't feel what Philadelphia <laughs> has felt. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I appreciate that, but I mean, if anything, I'm like, I want to win it. Like we talk about like, you know, during the games when someone gets injured or someone's given it, they're all, you're like, win it for this person. It yeah. should always be until like, especially next season, it should be like, win it for Saul. Like, oh, yep. yeah. let this guy finish his last season and then let him finish it on a note where like, yeah, it'd be great to come back from this, but also I don't feel any resignation. Like this is a good note so, to yeah. leave on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's a so, lot of guys. There's a lot of guys. That like Timo Timonen did when he won it for the Hawks. I think it was – Bork when he won it with the hurt with the, with the Avalanche way back in the day. So yeah, it's there's a lot of guys that you would love to see that for sure. Uh, one last uh, quote we're going to do before we um, move into the sponsor break and then going back into the second half of the show. This is from Seth Jarvis. I think my game was the best it's ever been in the last 20 games of the regular season. The playoffs was the best I've ever played in my life. So just knowing I have that ability, being able to build off of that going into the offseason is big for my confidence. I am so excited for this kid for the fact that he ju- he's only 20. I he's 20 years old. He's like, this is the best hockey I've played in my life. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Your life okay. is like this long. 
Yeah, I'm like, I think when I was 20, I was in college just being, you know, going to classes and just going, woo. But no, Scored yeah. Scored a goal, no, hang up my skates. There we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no big deal. Scoring a couple goals in a, in a playoff game, scoring the first pl- playoff game for Good the for him. Let me just, just go, say, go good for him off. for that confidence. Like, yeah, I like, love, love this from kid. a freaking 20 year old. Well, then this play, this plays into because I asked Walt Ruff in his last mailbag of the season who stood out to you this year. He was like, you could easily say Freddie Anderson, but he's like, for me, it's it's Seth Jarvis. Like everyone thought this kid might be going back to juniors. Don Waddell's like, not a chance. He's staying. Doesn't feel like it's the same season that we contemplated if he was going to be on the team fully or not. Yeah, like, exactly. It, and it's like, how was that this well, season? <laughs> yeah, like, probably one of the best rookie campaigns we've seen in a while for a Hurricanes guy. Like he's scoring a buck, like a bucket load of goals, like. His last 20 games was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Takes a stick to the teeth in one series, gets hits, gets hits. Uh, <laughs> he gets hit all over. Yeah. Yeah. Take a slap shot into the air. You know, no one wants to take a slap shot in, has no issues. Like this kid is just like, you feel, you love his energy. Like in the oh, middle yeah. of the process of like what, three games in a row, he had disallowed goals. And he's like, again? Like <laughs> fantastic gif of him just going like, what? It's I'm so excited for this kid. The fact that he's only 20, like I can't wait until he hits like like Aho Svechnikov's age, where he's like still early 20s, mid early to mid. Which is only two years apart. Like yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I'm, I'm just talking about how young he is, and we forget how young the other guys are in the process because yeah. we feel like we've had them forever. But I love that nothing discourages him. Like yeah, I'm so excited. All for of these kid. hits, and even the concussion at the end, he's like, I'm not going to be afraid to yeah. go back out. And I know like, it's good just... for you because I'm afraid for you, but good for you. <laughs> mine, mine, like I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a list of jerseys I want to give certain players, but I think Seth Jarvis has to be the next one, especially in those road whites. Those road white jerseys are so clean, immaculate. I, I have to get a Seth Jarvis one because I like. It's, I do want to get a Svechnikov at some point. You know, it's just the way Seth Jarvis is. It's just how can you not love this kid? It's yeah, just I have a tie between. I need a white one, and it's a tie between Jarvis now or I want him resigned. But I love Nino, so like if Nino comes oh back, oh my gosh, please! That is who I want. But I'm scared to like I've been scared to. I keep saying it for months, but I'm still scared to voice it because last time I voiced if this person stays, I'll get their jersey was McGinn. So I feel yeah, like I you being on the podcast today is a sign that I need to go ahead and get myself my Jacob Slavin alternative. What are you waiting for? Go get the thing. Already. I what, what am a college in? student. I'm waiting on money. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> That's hey. To be fair, my what, to be fair, both of my jerseys I got this year was for Christmas and for my birthday. Yaha was my birthday. Slavin was for Christmas. Yeah. I just told my dad, hey, I just want a Slavin jersey. Like, just give me the alternate. It doesn't have to be authentic. He's like, nah. Here's your authentic jersey. Nah. I'm like, sir. <laughs> I went and looked at the white. I and I was like, has this always been this much money? And then I was like, oh, I didn't buy my slave in one. It was a present. Okay. Yeah, it's probably always been this much money. My friend was like, yeah, it's always been this. Did you not know? And I was like, well, no, and I but feel like my wallet is aware. Yep. The, the bad thing is, though, like the Angel shop doesn't have no white jerseys. It's all the home jerseys. You have to get yours for the actual cane store. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I feel Hold like up. me being um, away and in a different state than my former home team, like I feel like I kind of have to get an away jersey. I feel like I have to own at least one of them. I, I like I said, I want to have all three just because of the fact I have a home, an alternate, and a road. And let's be honest, we are all probably on the same page. 
Stadium Series jerseys definitely need to be purchased. I'm so ready to see them. I need the, I need the Stadium Series jerseys. I got to buy about three 25th anniversary patches to sew on some jerseys. So there's yep. going to be some, some customizations coming real quick. But before we get into the next part of the show, we're going to take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors, Primo X Hockey, Level Up, Snacks, and In the Clutch. So after that, we'll come right back talk a little bit about more of jacob slavin and talk a little bit about uh kane's tiktok with our tiktok extraordinaire here in the cat hunter so we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors hey everyone we'll get back to the rest of the episode i just want to take a quick minute to talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast primal x hockey level up snacks and in the clutch apparel first sponsor we have to talk about it has to be the original og from the day one sponsor that is primal x Hockey. If you're looking for anything from stick tape to stick protectors, outdoor pucks, anything you can think of, they you name it, they have it from indoor to outdoor with amazing apparel as well. you got to check out the guys from Primal X Hockey. Really great group over there. Been to the warehouse. Really, really nice. Cannot speak highly enough of these guys. The great thing, too, is they're Bates in Raleigh. So if you're in the Raleigh area looking to pick up from the actual warehouse, they can do that. If you're also looking to get your stuff shipped, they also do that as well for free shipping all across the United States. And the best part is, I got a discount code for you guys. So if you go to primalxhockey.com and use the code SEARCHCAP, in all caps, you get 20% off your order. Like I said, you cannot find a better group in terms of just having great hockey equipment and even apparel. We got hats, we got koozies, we got t-shirts, hoodies, all that great stuff. So make sure to go to primalxhockey.com. Use the code SturgeCast to get 20% off your order. And like I said, you either need to pick up at the warehouse or you can get it shipped. That is how amazing these guys are and it's fast. So why not go check out Primax Hockey where, you know, you get all your great hockey equipment and you can support the podcast and support them because shop local, support local. Next sponsor I want to talk about is Level Up Snacks. If you're looking to take your game to the next level, make sure to check those guys out because they have really great, amazing you know, drinks, they got watermelon, they got green apple. I, I'm a big watermelon guy, but I don't know, that green apple tasted really good. It gives you a lot of good focus, zero calories. Why why not enjoy some, you know, great hydration while you're playing those games? You can take your game to the next level with these guys that level up snacks. And the good and the cool thing, too, is they got snacks coming soon, and they got fast delivery. So why not join the Level Up fam? Go to levelupsnacks.com, and if you use the code search cast that's right another search cast code you get 10 percent off your order just go to levelupsnacks.com use the code search cast to get 10 percent off your order with some really great quality drinks and snacks coming soon as well the last sponsor i want to talk about is in the clutch if you go to in the clutch.com where they have amazing mlbpa mlspa ncaa and vintage sports designs and Like I said, a really great, amazing stuff. They even got hockey on there, too. So if you're looking for, you know, a Cincinnati Sting, or if you want to look for Mighty Ducks, Cincinnati Mighty Ducks t-shirts, they even got the New England Whalers t-shirts. Anything you can think of for hockey, they got them over there. Plus, amazing on the sports as well. And the cool thing, too, is we even got some merch over there as well within the clutch. If you go to their hockey section, look at the sportscast, we got a t-shirt, and we got a hoodie. And another great thing, too, is we got another discount code there as well. If you use the code SURGE, you get 10% off your order within the clutch 
Really great group over there. I cannot highly recommend that. Their packs are amazing. Definitely check them out. So remember to go to intocollection.com and use the code SHIRT to get 10% off your order. So big, massive props to Prime Wax Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and intocollection.com for being able to help support the podcast. And like I said, if you guys use SearchCast at PrimeWaxHockey.com, you get 20% off. Use SearchCast at Level Up Snacks for 10% off. And if you use Surge at InTheClutch.com, that's another 10% off. So why not help support the podcast by also helping out the sponsors as well? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Now, without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we're back. Uh, so just real quick, you know, not a lot of time left in the show. But I want to do a couple quick hits on, you know, Jacob Slavin. Unfortunate winning the Lady Bing. That is a big snub for me. I think mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worse if if it's him not winning it. It's a bigger snub or not getting into the Norris conversation was even a bigger snub. But talking to our number one, I would say it's a big debate between who's the bigger Slavin fan between me and Cat, but. Yeah, we have to schedule that duel. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 gonna, we're gonna need like a whole two hour show just on like who like who's a bigger Slavin fan. But Kat, I have to ask you because you're you know one of the biggest ones I know. Your thoughts on Jacob Slavin a getting stubbed for a Norris nomination and two not winning the late. <clears throat> sorry, my voice going out on me. Uh, not winning the Lady Bing this year. Yes. Okay, so we've talked about this a little bit, and I've been very vocal about it. I'm not, listen, when I talk about Jacob Slavin, I'm talking about how pure he is defensively. He just doesn't, he doesn't make mistakes defensively. Um, I think, and like you can see it last year, they were like, they're talking about his penalty minutes, okay? So he only had like two the whole season, and it was for delay of game. Yeah. Which, you know, isn't normal, it's not intentional, and it definitely probably wasn't intentional for him. Um, and then this year he's got like an uncharacteristic like ten. Like, oh, oh my no. gosh. Great guy Jacob Slavin gets double digits. Yeah. So you have that. And I whenever I argue this with people, so the Norris, it's and I've talked about it with you, it's like evolved from like a defensive award mm-hmm. to an all-around player mm-hmm. award, which leans a little bit more defensively. But you're like, okay, so you have other awards for, like, scoring and all of this stuff. Why is that now incorporated into this other award? Yep. For And I know we want more offensive. Like, that's what we've been with, like, Tony and with Hamilton. Like, we're like, we need offensive uh, defenders. Slayman's never going to be that. 
But that's because he's so elite, and you, that's why he's matched up with these guys is because he covers them so well. He's so elite defensively. Mm-hmm. He can do stick. He his takeaways highest in the league since he's joined it, yeah. and it, he he's way above everyone with that without taking penalties for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his poke checks, everything. I think they just talked showed um, Tom McCarr like taking it away from McDavid, and they're like, "This is fantastic." And I was like, "This is what I see every game from Slater." Yeah, it's so not like, a surprise. It's, why does no one notice that? It's so because it's so normal that people aren't amazed by it anymore. And I'm like, no, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. In, I'm, never, I'm not. Oh, oh go ahead. sorry. No, continue. <laughs> I'm never saying like these other players are, that are nominated for these awards are not good. They are also amazing players, and they're well-rounded players. Yeah, I'm just wanting a defensive defenseman award as a as someone that played. Like I didn't play hockey, but I played soccer and I played goalie mm-hmm. and defense. Same here. I am a I am a love for defense because de- good defense wins you games. Mm-hmm. They might not be like all in the glory of scoring, and they don't have like quite the pressure of like the goalie's the last person back, and that's immense. Defense is kind of like the silent hero of like you're helping break into the offensive zone with people, but you're also keeping it away from the goalie having to make spectacular saves. They're like silent heroes. And I'm like, you just need to award that, especially for someone that's not taking penalty minutes, has amazing takeaways. He does have some goals and he set and they come in clutch when he does. And he's just like a solid all-around player. So I whenever someone comes at me with the Norris and they're like, well, he doesn't score and these other players are better. And I'm like, I'm not arguing that. And for the lady being that, I don't know. He, I think he should have won that. They said compare it to his previous season. It's comparing it to his previous season and to the players that were nominated this time. And I'm like, why Why do you need to compare it to himself the previous season? It's a different season, and he put up just as great as stats. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. And like the fact that like, he even said before he even courted, oh, well, the guy who didn't win it, look at his stats this year. It's like, it's, it's like, like look at his points. It's like, stop. It's not a points trophy. It never is. Same thing with Nor- the Norris is a defenseman trophy and the We've talked about this a lot too and other stuff. It, it it makes zero sense of why we're going to points base anything now these days. It's it's not how it works. MVP's on a points trophy, the Norris is on a points trophy, the late Bing's on a points trophy. It's how you are in those positions and what you do in your skill set. Right. I'm really and I was I'm gonna really say the points and stuff to come to Kale McCarr's defense just a little bit, and this is very surprising because I'm sitting here comparing him to Jacob Slavin, my guy. Yeah, like that play against uh, McDavid for being as young of a player as he is skating backwards and making that defensive play the way that he did. I, I and I know a bunch of people here agree with me in saying Kale McCarr is a generational talent, but he is definitely more of a well-rounded player than guys like Jacob Slavin. Like he's definitely put up a lot more points than uh, guys like Jacob Slavin. And it, like, that's where my dad always says it, like it, it shouldn't be it. Like if you're talking about like a points trophy, like it, make it like a Paul coffee or Bobby or type yeah, exactly. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Totally Things, agree. People like McCarr and cider, like they're great. I've, I'm all on board for that. I just like, I feel like sometimes we're comparing apples and oranges and I'm like, yep. I just want a prize for the oranges. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. All it's I like, want. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, we can do a whole podcast just like talking about how these trophies are going away from where they're supposed to be. So it's just, 
Oh, it's kind of ridiculous. I think Jacobson, he should have won the Lady Bing again because he's fantastic. And that's just not because of bias. It's just he is. <laughs> and then with the Norris, like, it, it's it, it, you're a good defenseman. You should be getting it now because of your points. But that's a different thing. So real quick before we let everyone go uh, on kind of a time crunch. I know, Kat, you got to go back and do some stuff. I got to do some things real quick. So before we all head out of here, um, Kat, like, your TikToks are absolutely amazing. Like, what's the inspiration to some of them? And then, you know, just like, what, like, what, like I said, what's the inspiration behind your TikToks? And like, just because they're they're all amazing. Like, we all love them. So like, what, like, what just inspires you to get some of these TikToks done? And especially since the fact that it's a lot of hurricanes based ones, you don't really see a lot of other, you know, you don't see a lot of those around. Um, yeah, so I started, uh, I've told this to some people, I started making videos more for, um, horse for scores, um, when they were, uh, they do, you pick a player, send in a video of you, like, taking a chug or a shot of something, and then it gets, um, a donation Mm -hmm. towards, like, charity and everything, and those were fun, and then that's when, like, TikTok and Reels for Instagram and everything were blowing up, and I was, like, as a communications major, I was, like, I need to know what these things are and get used to them. Um, So I started doing that. And then I just moved over to TikTok um, just because I could do a little bit more with it. And they're honestly just really fun. Like um, the fun is just finding sounds and like funny, like excerpts from things that are um, everyone knows. Like, I think I did one from um, Michael Scott on the office where he's like, um, I'm not superstitious. I'm like a little bit stitious. Um, Just things like that, that people know. And just applying it to things in hockey. And I've seen other, um, like, female, t- like, hockey TikTok girl. Like, they do them, and they do them so well. And I was like, these are just really fun. Like, you can make it all about sports or anything. Obviously, mine are aimed more toward at the Hurricanes because that's what I'm passionate about. Um, some of them get a little bit more, like, general hockey. And I had some funny ones when I was watching, like, the Flames and Oilers when there seemed to be no defense or goalies playing. Yeah. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it was just sort of something fun to do and um, something that's kind of relatable um, for all everyone that watches hockey. And I love that I can connect with Kane's fans that as well. Um, yeah, that's mainly why. I love that everyone loves them. I, I oh, appreciate it because sometimes I'm like, I have such a good idea. And then when people like it, I'm like, yes, I'm not the oh. only one laughing at my joke here. It's yeah, like, they're, like we can go through an entire list of just absolutely amazing ones. Like I said, like the Jacob Slavin, you know, the 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 snub for the Norris, you know, like you know, her sister was a witch. Hold on. <laughs> I love that sound. When I finally could use it, I was like, yes. Oh, that one's fantastic. Uh, the one where it's like the hockey fans on the playoffs, and it's like sucks, or you know, traitor. Just those ones are just so great. You know, it's like I said, absolutely amazing TikToks. They're never miss. Like even just rewatching, just just for the laughs, it's just. Oh, yeah. It's so great, but um, this unfortunately we'll have to wrap up the episode. I know it kind of a kind of a quick ending stuff like that. A lot, you know, we're all all I know all of us were on a time crunch to get this done. But I appreciate both of you coming on. Um, you know, Bailey as always, always been fantastic to have you on the podcast. Cat, thank you so much for taking the time today. I know you're kind of busy today, you know, with scheduling and stuff. But I really appreciate you taking the time today. So before you know, I let both of you go. Cat, where can people find you on social media? Uh, on Twitter, it's Kaniac Chick, uh, Chick without the K at the end. Um, <laughs> and on uh, TikTok, it's uh, Katergy, K A T E R G Y 
74 for Jacob Slavin. Huh, huh. I wonder where the 74 came from. Who knew? Huh. Yeah, so Caterty 74. And yeah, um, I post my videos on both. Um, they might be a little bit more on my TikTok. Um, but yeah, I'd love to uh, listen. Any Canes fans come interact with me because I've had nonstop Ranger fans in my comments and I'm tired of it. Come and talk to me there. All right. All right. Bailey. Gotcha. We, we, all right. Yeah. We, we, but we, we have a job to do. We have a job. Let's to do. go. For sure. All right. So Bailey, where can people find you on the social medias? Said it before. Said it again. If you guys don't have it memorized by now, it's not my problem. Yeah. This, <laughs> Just is, the time. this is the fourth time. Come on, guys. What are we um, doing here? No. I love so, that. Yeah. On Twitter, it's going to be Bailey with two Y's. B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y Curtis. Um, on Instagram, it's going to be Bailey Lynn Curtis. I uh, post a lot more on Twitter than I do on Instagram. So if you're looking Same. for somebody to talk, Kane's <laughs> hockey or just hockey in general, sports in general, whatever, um, definitely come stop by, say hi. Um, and yeah, I also help out a little bit with posting on the Belly Up Hockey Twitter account uh, along with Zach. Uh, so if you're looking for some fun hockey content, uh, definitely come check us out there. Yeah, definitely for sure. You have a lot of cool things come from Belly Up Hockey for sure and uh, all that good stuff. So you can find me at One True Zach. That's O-N-E True Zach. Uh, like Bailey said, I am on Instagram. I'm mostly on Twitter most of the time anyway. If it's on Instagram, it's just sharing reels or just watching them because they're kind of funny. Uh, but mostly it's just Twitter. You get a lot of my takes. Uh, you can find the podcast at the Searchcast also on Twitter. Um, I know we have a link tree in the bio. Go find all of our podcasts. Check out our amazing sponsors. All that good stuff too. Check out Belly Up, you know, Belly Up in general. Uh, you know, Belly Up Hockey. Check them out on Twitter as well. Uh, we will have a YouTube coming up for season two, so that's kind of one of the exciting things we're going to do more video episodes as well along with the actual podcast so it's just got to figure out how to edit those but uh that is kind of the plan for season two that's why we like right now we kind of we're testing out the new background format um so get that kind of fine-tuned for season two but like i said bailey cat thank you so much for both coming on today uh really i was really excited to talk to both of you you know just you know extra interviews you know, a bunch of other stuff as well, but this was a lot of fun. I, I really appreciate, you know, both of you taking the time today. It's always a pleasure. Here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Kat, I have to get you on again a little bit more, maybe next year as well, maybe sometime in the off season, you know, with more time uh, to talk more about, you know, how just how amazing Jacob Slavin is and all that good <laughs> stuff. And just, just, just give me a warning if we're on the YouTube. So <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, I got you. I got you. We'll, 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 we'll make sure to give you the disclaimer of like, Hey, we're going to be on YouTube. So. <laughs> so I'm not making faces while I'm ranting about Jacob. It's perfect. No, <laughs> and no, never say we're, enough we're, nice things about him. Yeah, no, we're all, we're all, we're all here for the faces and all that good stuff. But <laughs> until next time guys for episode 22, which will be the Brett Pesci edition of the podcast. I am Zach Martin. And I will see you next time here at the search. Cast. Listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.